Well, welcome, welcome to Season 2, Episode 29 of the Highway to Heaven Podcast. Hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, and you know who, yours and mine truly, Brian Crump. And this week's episode is none other than Part 2 of Loving One Another, taught by Deaconess Lily Wood. I'm telling you, it's just as good as the first part. Each part, you can do up to 10 parts. And I tell you what, we can never get enough of this. And I tell you what, anytime God uses a person to teach part one and part two and whatever more parts that he wants to teach on, it's because we all need to learn something more about loving one another. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, The whole idea is to put on the word of God, to get an understanding. The Bible says, in all you're getting get an understanding so this is gonna be excellent and me and brian cannot wait to just go ahead and expound and recap on this great great message that obviously god wants us to learn a little bit deeper about loving one another and you know what i agree with that so in saying that we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back and me and yours truly brian crump are gonna jump right into it And I'm telling you, it is awesome. So we'll be right back after these messages. We'll be right back. The Bible Table Chat, full of intriguing informational fun and laughter for all those who tune in around the world where our main objective is to bring forms of unity and inspire all to be a better people tune in for a new episode every friday morning at 7 a.m unless releases are rescheduled or updated it's always free to listen and you'll be glad you did the bible table chat where we keep it live of you would love to make God your partner for greater success? How many of you want to learn to live with the rhythm of each season for maximum productivity? And how many of you want to learn how to move forward from bad relationships or church hurts? Well, the books Understanding the Seasons and Times and When Wolves Come are the books for you. Written by Nirvana Winston, who is a writer with both wisdom and simplicity, giving tools and insights into kingdom living for everyday life. She shares witty stories and personal encounters. Pick up your copy today before they're all gone. Go to Amazon and hashtag when wills come and hashtag understanding the seasons and time. Get your copies today. You'll be glad that you did. Well, thank you for listening in from around the world. Did you know that now Brian Crump 
is now doing a new exciting thing with his brand new podcast, Dear America. Knowledge is power. What an awesome title for his new fresh new conversations and new uh, information. Very exciting. You'll never have a dull moment. Just tune in to him and get check it out. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. Just go to anchor.fm backslash lowercase dear hyphen America. And I'm telling you, you'll enjoy it. You'll be glad that you did. Well, welcome, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those sponsor messages. And you all know what I'm about to say. Guess who I have here today? Brian Crump. Yours and mine is truly. He all sleepy and stuff. No, just kidding. <laughs> I had to work today with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing this funny thing with his hand. <laughs> Pray for him, y'all. We all need it. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> and one of the uh, scriptures is going to be about that, too. Right. And actually, this is actually part two of part one of loving one another. Which is, she just changed the title, baby. It was, okay. when she talked about the love of God, it's part two of what, remember what she said? She said, I might have to teach the other part another time not the, not this one but the one before so uh, loving one another is extremely important and is very necessary so this is part two of what deaconess Lily Wood taught part one of which is loving one another and you know I don't care if she do, does part 10 loving one another is what God wants us to do and is also the most challenging for us we don't always like to admit that but it is because we even gotta love our enemies and we all know how challenging that can be sometimes we can't even stand and go in the same room with somebody that just get on your nerves for no reason and it's guess a what? reason it's a reason but <laughs> there's no excuse for not loving them right that's the challenge we're talking about loving one another and your enemies, man, just make you want to snarl at them. But it's gonna, it's good. I tell you what, the messages she's teaching on this, it's. I think anytime God allows you to bring it back around, there's still something we need to grasp. That's what that means. God is saying you didn't get it last week when you told that person off. Remember, remember. <laughs> uh, remember. So, well, y'all just have to pray for me because I tell a lot of people off. Oh man, I can actually say I've gotten better, but I have told some people off. I've told some people in traffic off. How about that? I told I people at work off. <laughs> I bet, baby, it's okay. You repented. We God knows everything. God's grace is sufficient for your life. Right. Um, but I most of all, I also heard you say, "Hey." I prayed before I went to work. 
that's that's a desire to change and that's what really matters because along with your desire to change there's grace and mercy Uh, so that's why we thank God for his mercies that are new every morning right and I know I definitely catch myself sometime and you know we always have the Holy Spirit there to tell us hey that that conviction to crawl on you I know it gets me every time when I do something wrong and I just be like oh God forgive me I'm sorry you know that one got a hold of me I've even listen confession is good I've even had somebody give me a hard time and they didn't stick their finger up but guess who did stick their finger <laughs> I stuck my finger <laughs> not that it's funny but it is because it's just not us I, I found out that's not even me Normally, somebody else is sticking their finger up at me, and I'm just riding along, don't care. But I stung my, I, hopefully, they didn't care because they did keep going. So, or maybe they didn't see it. That was my prayer. Lord, don't let them see what I just did. But at least God made me aware. You know, you had a conviction, or the mind will tell you that wasn't right. That was not Jesus. Like, I had my bracelet on. What would Jesus do? How many times have you did something? <laughs> You looked down at your bracelet. It didn't help for a minute there. But then you said, Lord, have mercy. We got to do it the way Jesus did it. But in saying so, in saying that, I mean, we're going to go ahead and we're going to expound and recap on what Deaconess Lilywood taught about loving one another, part two. In saying that, Brian, baby, you want to go ahead and read the first scripture? I know you're tired, but. Yeah, we're going to go through uh, the Gospels here. And it's going to start off with Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. Okay. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. And it states, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. As we just talked about, even before the first scripture, mm-hmm. is that the most important things that we learn to love, it, it's, I would say this much. It's, first of all, people, I think I've said this in other podcasts as well, uh, with a different topic, you know, with mine being a Bible table chat, and this particular one, which we co-host, the Highwood Heaven podcast, is that first you got to learn and understand what love really is Mm -hmm. and then when you learn to love yourself you can genuinely love someone else but you can't tell me you love me and you don't like yourself I'm not gonna believe you you can say it don't mean it's gonna be truthful right but what's the point about being truthful behind it that's why God likes people be sincere too right because you know even in in the world that we live in anybody you know if you're a christian you can say that you love the lord but analyze how you're living yeah actions speak louder than words exactly so you can say all day you know baby i love you to your spouse or significant other or things like that but what are you doing to show that love because that the, the Bible says, you know, like when we talk about ties and stuff like that, the Lord loves a cheerful giver and 
He knows when we are sincere. That's the that's the key, is is being sincere in that love, in that giving, or whatever it is. Because then that's when the blessings will come. Mm-hmm. But in in addition, in addition, mm-hmm. baby, you still gotta learn to love yourself mm-hmm. because loving yourself is the actual uh, example that you're right about what you're saying. Because I I can't just like me I I love myself but not in an arrogant way let me say that much not in an arrogant way that's not what I'm talking about but to love the way <laughs> very funny just a little humor I see but to love yourself is an example of true love so that you will know how because if you don't know how to love yourself you don't know how to love me that's what I'm saying but I get what you're saying but still that's the evidence that you're actually honest. But the evidence of loving yourself brings forth, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, sincere. The loving yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you love yourself, it is a sincerity that you actually do love me. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm. That's actually what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So um, once again, but and then again, once you can love yourself, you can even learn to love your enemies. Now, remember, love doesn't mean love is not giving someone someone. And then again, it's the understanding of what love really is. So since we know what love really is, and according to the Bible, it has nothing to do with sex. It has nothing to do with you giving me anything. It is unconditional, without reason, without conditions. That means you can be pissed off and mad at me, dislike me, call me names, but I still got to love you because true love looks beyond a lot of stuff is not rude is is a giving is is you didn't earn it and i'll say condition number one condition number two <laughs> <laughs> see you being naughty today <laughs> that's what okay. happens when i'm tired oh yeah go ahead baby it's okay okay so we're gonna move into john oh um i'll say the scripture first john chapter 15 verse 12. I forgot to say this before I started reading through Matthew. I'm always reading out the King James Version. Your version may be a little bit different, but ultimately the same purpose and the same goal is to bring forth the word of Christ, whether if it's the New International Version, the American Standard Version, King James Version, what have you, just as long as if it is the word of God. Okay. So with that being said, again, John chapter 15, verse 12. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. There you go. And there's a title of this particular message, Loving One Another. Um, So that is extremely important. And I get it, though. It's easier to read than actually easier done. Because even though we're Christians and we're family, we're Christians, some people are still coming out of of different situations where they find it hard to love the next Christian person or be an example because maybe they're they're they've been through so many abusive situations that they become numb to the understanding you can be a Christian and just become numb to certain understandings because you've been so hurt now um I was actually looking up the word for commandment mm-hmm. 
And commandment means a divine rule, especially one of the Ten Commandments. So the commandment is essentially saying a divine rule, mm-hmm. especially one of the divine rules. You want to break it down a little bit simpler. Well, you know, divine means godly. Right, and then the synonym for commandment would be instruction, order, yeah. mandate, mm-hmm. uh, law, mm-hmm. uh, dictate, precept. All those things fall upon the commandment. So when God says, this is a commandment, mm-hmm. when Jesus said, this is commandment, he's stating, this is the rule. Right. This is the law. Right. This is the divine law, mm-hmm. rule, or whatever that states that you love your enemies. Mm-hmm. You love your brother and your sister, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. So that is a very um, a, a very descriptive word. Man. And how many times have you just to- sat there and told your enemy off? And inside it says, didn't I tell you to love your enemies? You're like, when I get through chewing them out, I'm going <laughs> to... And, and, and sometimes, sometimes the Holy Spirit put a check in your spirit oh, yes, too after the fact. But then you just have to go back and repent. But then you know, just uh, apologize too, because how can you That's be true. right unless if you don't apologize to a person that That's you might true. offend? And I have went to people and apologized because I knew I was wrong. Went to them and, and tell them. And you know what though, I've experienced when I did do that, baby. I felt the presence of God just. And you never know. You might be getting a person healed or getting that person closer to God mm-hmm. by showing, going back to them. Maybe nobody's ever apologized to them. And what we do, especially if you claim to be a Christian, you claim to be a, a Christian, people will test you and they will look upon your life. So if mm-hmm. I say that I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ, but yet I'm using every profane language known to man and I'm doing everything that the Bible says not to do. Right. How that person gonna look up, look at me, and how I believe in being a Christian. And better yet, let's say if they were thinking about being a Christian, would that hinder the person from being a Christian, or would that want to, or would a person accept the Christianity? So, you know, every everything has a purpose in our life, and you just have to be Christian enough. To say I'm sorry, to love your brother, to love your sister, to love your family members, everybody. Love everyone as you will your brother, your sister. That's right. And there's a scripture that says um, we are the salt of the earth. If a salt loses its flavor, what good is it? You be if, if salt lost its flavor, you just be like something gritty with no taste to it. You'd be like, what's this? Well, it's supposed to be salt. So we are the salt of the earth. There is a scripture that says that. And the Dead Sea has a lot of salt. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, we're going to push on to 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, I love that scripture. I've heard it all my life, and it's still the truth. Now, see, a lot of people want to take this scripture, and they want to say, oh, God loves me unconditionally, so it doesn't really matter what I do. He's going to love me anyway. But if you actually read the scripture and actually 
think about what it says he first loved us meaning that before we were even created he loved us Mm -hmm. so that's why we should love him so it doesn't mean that we can keep doing all these sinful acts Mm -hmm. because again how can we love him if we can't love ourselves and he did also command that we put away sin Mm -hmm. so you can't really use that as an excuse to and that was something that pastor put out too remember the little comment that he made too it was something similar to what I just said about how you're going to love your enemy if you can't love yourself. That's true. And that's what the that's what I was talking because about. Because he first loved. And first I remember Pastor him. Pastor Murphy saying something like that mm-hmm. in, in the middle of, uh, you know, doing the comments and stuff like that. Right. Know, so it was pretty so, good. So, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go to the Old Testament for a hot second. And we're going to go to... The book of Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 19. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. In the multitude of words, there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lip is why so yeah well what's another word for that what's 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 another phrase for that like what would you think would be another phrase for that about in a multitude of words there one that's not sin Mm -hmm. but he that reframes his lips is wise Mm -hmm. something i heard in the book of james see when i look at this one a wise man words are for few you can say that, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I look at it as a little bit deeper. See, my, my mind moves 300 miles an hour. And and Elaine knows this, too. She knows my mind moves. I'm praying for it to slow down. Move 500 miles an hour. That needs to slow down but sometime. Go ahead, baby. When I look at this scripture, okay, in the multitude of words, what's a multitude of words? A lot of words, which means there are millions and millions of words out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the millions and millions of words, there wanteth not sin, okay? That means that, to me, there's a lot of words out there that you can speak that could be sinful, mm-hmm. okay? But, he that refraineth his lips, meaning that all these words that you can say, you know, the F-bomb and G-D, you know, all these other type M-F, of things, yeah. M-Fs, all these words... It says in the second part, but he that refraineth, meaning refrain yourself, his lips are wise. Refrain yourself, speak no guile, which is evil. Mm-hmm. Okay, it says that in the Bible too, speak no guile. And when you do that, you're not speaking evil. So it's wise, as you would say, mm-hmm. not to say nothing at all if you can't say nothing good. That's true. Um, I do get what you're saying. And, you know, if you think about it, baby, um, some of the words that are used, I just thought about this earlier, but just when you said it, some of the words that they, these cussing words they use are really from Satan. There's no even, there's even no dictionary to describe some of the words people use to cuss. Um, some people say that the reason why some people use bad words or profane words is because they can't think of no other word at the time. 
I, think I don't know if that's truth, true or not, but I, that's what I, I think heard. it's a demonic oppression too. I think it's a um, not to say that. Okay, listen. Um, not to say that if you've we've all have said a bad word, mm-hmm. we've all have called somebody a bad word. But if we, I, it'll help you because it helps me. I'm like, I'll never do that again. Because when you think about it, it's like letting the the devil get in you to use you, even if it was just for that second. Mm-hmm. But thank God for the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will convict you. That's a sign that God is still with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to show to show love obviously is the complete opposite. Um, it's love that helps us not respond to a person. To resist the devil is it takes the love of God to do that or a desire to not be like the enemy. Mm-hmm. So we're still talking about the love of God. I just decided to bring that up. Always remember that when we, if you think about all the swearing words, the cuss words, there's really no logical definition for any of them. You can go to any dictionary. I'm not going to say a bad word, but you can't, you can't look up what an effort is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried? I haven't tried, but I believe you. <laughs> Because it's a man-made, made-up word. It's, it's, it's a demonic, made-up word. But, yeah. It's kind of like that, that 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 movie, The First Terminator. This is the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. The First Terminator. For all you people who might have saw the Terminator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, think about the time when he was in the bathroom, he was cleaning his eye, and the person knocked on the door. And he, there was a whole list, and the, the screen showed this. There's a whole list of different words he can choose. Mm-hmm. But he chose the curse word to say it back at the person. Think of it like that. There's a lot of words that you can use, but at the bottom of the list, it should be refrain by lips. Right, right. That's true. So there you go. I use a pop culture to describe them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so now we're going to move back on to the New Testament again. All right. Okay, Matthew chapter 24 verse 12 okay Matthew 24 and 12 Matthew 24 12 and because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold so that means that sometimes people play and sin so so much the word iniquities are a constant abidance of sin I'm gonna have to really look that word up mm-hmm. I, I'm getting better at it if I don't know a whole lot. I know it's in the Word of God, but to get a clear understanding, I always do a study or look that word up to find out exactly what iniquity is. I think it's like a sin, similar to the word sin or is sin. Um, your iniquities are things that are opposite of God, anti-God. Um, but because people continue to practice and abide in sin, God will give you over to that that wax cold which means that you don't even have conviction no more uh-huh. you just continue to sin no matter what uh, we know what's, what God said he said there has been some people that chose a life so bad that he'll give you over to that desire uh-huh. that's why there's a lot of men marrying men and women marrying women not that we're we, we you, we're talking about them we believe they still have a soul that God can save but God is not in the act of what they do. But once again, I know people that I I talk to every day. They're kind. They're friendly. And that's a personal choice. And only God is a judge in that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we'll leave it at that. But then again, it's still whatever you, you, God will allow you to serve or go wherever the God that you have, if it's not him. And one of the Ten Commandments says, ye cannot serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. So I don't know what makes people think that they can. It's kind of like the, the episode that you did on a Bible table chat one time. It's like you have to either say yes or oh. no. You can't ride on a fence. You can't use maybe and ride on a fence. Uh, what what, did, what did it say? I don't know if it says this in a Bible, but I think I remember reading something about... Yeah, it does say this in a Bible. Um... An unstable mind, a stun, uh, unstable mind is how, how does this um, go? Um, when your mind is on battle, it's unstable in all of its ways. But there's another part yeah. of that. Yes, yeah, another um, part of that about uh, an unstable man. Yeah. Or something. Like, uh, it's something. I forgot how it actually goes, but it's something to do with unstable. And that kind of reminds me of the episode that you did for Bible Table Chat about yes. And no, and straddling the fence by not giving a, a clear. I don't know why I can't really. I, that's something I've been knowing and said, but I don't know why I can't really. Put, it's in the Word of God. I know it said something about it's unstable in all His ways. Oh, oh. a double-sided mind, a double-sided man, or double-sided uh, mind uh, is unstable in all His ways. I think that's it. Yeah, similar to that, and um, a double-minded. A double-minded person, person is on. Yep, that's is it. unstable a, in a all his. A double-minded person, yeah, is unstable in all his ways. Yep. So you might as well make a choice instead of swing the fence, or that's why I said let your answers be yes or no. Mm-hmm. Maybe because maybe is of the evil one. That means that it's a, it's evil. I always tell her maybe. And he does it on purpose because he <laughs> know maybe has no value. Maybe we do this. Maybe. I told him we'll see. Well, maybe to me means no. How about that? And I say maybe still. <laughs> but we all do our fun. We all do our fun. But right. there's a difference in doing something like that our fun and doing something right. out of seriousness. Oh, yeah. So if, if just make sure if you're going to be serious about it, I'm, yes I'm quick. no. Yeah. I'm quick. I mean, I, I actually believe that's the best way. Either I'm going to do something or I'm not going to do something. Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to do something, I don't use the word maybe. Now, get it. I understand what Brian was saying when he was kidding before is that we do use the word maybe, you know, um, someone asks you, are you going to still do that? And maybe because of the time, mm-hmm. the time you are allowed it, you might say, well, I might, or well, the maybe weather, the weather could have an effect or, on so you. you. So sometimes we use it, but that's not the devious part of it. Mm-hmm. When you have to make a yes or no, somebody asked me, okay, Elaine, um, can you do something for me? And I oh, know here's a perfect example. Go ahead. Perfect Go ahead. example was like yesterday when I asked you for a favor. You mm-hmm. said yes or no. You said sure or yes. You didn't say maybe or let mm-hmm. me check this, let me check that. You did that favor for me, even though yes. I returned that favor today. Because serious, right? Because seriousness is is if Brian is asking me, can I do him a favor? I know he's not going to ask me something that's crazy mm-hmm. or that I couldn't do. And if he had to ask me and I didn't have it, I would have said, baby, I don't even have that right now. Mm-hmm. But what he had, what he asked me for, yes, I had it. But I'm just saying, I it depends on your relationship with a person in that case. But still, let it be a, a yes or no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that would be rude for me. I know he was serious about it. E- even if it's serious, I mean, I said, well, maybe. What kind of answer is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might have been a last minute thing. He probably really needed me to do that. So I don't play with that. I just need to say yes. And I, most of the time with him is yes. Because I'm going to do everything I can. I do anything for him, except for sin against God. But I'll do anything for Brian because I know he's asking for a good reason. He wouldn't ask otherwise. And I thank you for this. Oh, yeah. And same for you. Oh, well, thank you. Okay, we're going to go to Romans chapter 13, verse 10. Okay, there's a couple more scriptures in here, guys. So be patient with us. Romans chapter 13, verse 10. It says, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Read that again. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. It did say love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm -hmm. So yes, definitely. That love is, is... It says love is really an, an everlasting thing. But when you also love too, what does it fulfill? It fulfills the law, the commandments of and God. And the law, see, you you already answered where I was going because where I was going with that is, it fulfills what the law and what is the law, the, the commandments. commandments. Yes, yeah, He commands that you must love. He didn't say you have a choice. See, sometimes. That's, that's what I like about Elaine. We can both be on the same page without even thinking they were on the same page. Right? Sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. Ephesians 3, verse 19. And to know the love of Christ with passionate knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. It says, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. And that's beautiful. And when I look at that, I think of every person has a measure of what um, what Christ is inside of them, you know, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I believe the more you sin, the more you do the bad things in the world the less Christ you actually have oh yeah and the more you study the word the more you try to be of Christ the more of the Holy Spirit you have absolutely so when I hear this where it says pass his knowledge that ye might be filled with the fullness of God which means to me more of God inside of you which is the Holy Spirit that is absolutely it more God, less of us. Mm-hmm. You will have less problems. Very less. Okay, last scripture, ladies and gentlemen. Last scripture. Well, last scripture. Amen. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. This scripture here is going to cause some issues. Mm-hmm. To some of the people listening today. All right. All right. It's a common one. Let's 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 say it. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while come covet, co- coveted after 
that have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through many with many sorrows. Now listen to that. It says that the love of money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil. It didn't say money was evil. It did not say because we need monies to, to survive. To yeah. survive. So to use money to do what you he said, give Caesar what belongs to Caesar's. If the bill collector needs that money and currency and whoever faces on it, it's, it's trade. So give them, that's why it's trade. It's going in to the taxes and out to our, we work and earning it. They're taking their money. So that's okay. But to love it like a God or to love it, to love, first of all, the, the word love is a very powerful thing. It's just, it's been said, it's been used wrong and everybody got their terminology, but there's only one true definition and it's in the word of God. So love to the word of God is very sacred. That's what messes it up. The world might take love and say, love is giving somebody, my love, love is money, but they're all screwed up. And think about the time when Jesus came and destroyed the temple because there were a lot now his clothes they were selling his clothes remember was oh it clothes yeah or was it cur- they was were it they were casting lot that means yeah. gambling yeah casting lot so you know and then that was why because of love of money mm-hmm. to me that would be the love of money anytime that a you greed. have a greed right mm-hmm. of the love of money to a point that you will decimate mm-hmm. a holy place to mm-hmm. gamble or sell something. If we think about it, anything that you do with sin with money, some why you think we got prostitution? <laughs> they making money selling their bodies, doing sin, sinning, making money. Mm-hmm. So that's what God is simply. Sometimes we need to take it down that low. You know, sometimes people we we're not we're used to big greedy people, or mm-hmm. or some people even say this, baby, if you love me, you do this for me. Or baby, if you love me, you give me this. That's not right. Mm-hmm. You love me regardless if I give you anything or not. That's love. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm just using that. Or you just love me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by rather I do something for you or not. You owe me love. There's a scripture said, owe no man nothing but what? Love. Huh. That's all we owe people. Mm-hmm. So people are like, you owe me somebody. No, I don't. I just owe you love. That's it. And love that has nothing to do with me touching you or giving you nothing. So. Yeah, so, and for the love of money, it also says here that people have turned. Yeah, away from the faith. faith. Turned away from the faith and pierce themselves through many sorrows. So you can have all, think about all the people who commit suicide that are famous, that are actors and and have all this money. They still they still was not happy. They still was not happy. And not only that, look at Judas. That mm-hmm. was probably what this scripture was based out of. But there's a lot of Judas people. 30, 30 pieces of silver and hung himself. Hung himself out of misery. He couldn't. Mm-hmm. Once you lose the, your main supporter of life, that's a bad feeling. That's 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 a bad feeling. And it's horrible. So, yeah. So, that's what's meant by the, uh, the money is the root of all evil. So, 
just know that we do need money to survive food, clothing, roof over our head, electricity, um, gas or propane, whatever house runs on. Um, to know, live, just, to have shelter, to have a house. Mm, yeah, so, so all, all those things you need money for. But when you have greed, where you're trying to figure out how can I get more money? How can I do this? How can I, how can I do that? And that will that can lead to sinful desires mm-hmm. because you're looking at other ways to get money, even if it means illegally. Yeah, and not only that, some people can get so greedy, they just don't pay their bills. They just want the money. And how can you? <laughs> and how can you obey? It's crazy, and, but and yeah. I'm, I'm gonna point this out to you here uh, before we go and go ahead and close. I'm gonna mm-hmm. point this out to you. This is something that a few people have told me. I want some of. Uh, somebody might need to hear this because this just popped in my head mm-hmm. um, but please do not take this the wrong way think of it as a learning experience okay and that is I know we're talking about money is the root of all evil but how can you obey God's law mm. if you can't obey man's law which Man's law is 90% based on God's law. That's true because he said obeys the laws of the land. Exactly. So if the Bible says thou shalt not kill and yet you killing somebody not for self-defense. I mean you're just killing somebody just to be in, a serial in, in, killer. Right. To be in a gang or, or whatever. Same you know, thing. How can you so how, how can you expect to honor God's law if his law says thou shall not kill, but yet you're doing the same thing mm-hmm. for for greed or for you know senseless stuff. Yeah, and you got some people that that are doing that, but guess who the final judge is? Mm-hmm. It's not like God see everything. And that's all I have to say about that. And there you go. That's all <laughs> that needs to be said. It's because God does literally. God will deal with the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray for people, but hey, God is the judge. And saying that, well, thank you for tuning in to another Highway to Heaven podcast. And we appreciate you guys from around the world tuning in to listen every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. And, and we appreciate the new countries that are coming by. Oh, yeah. Too. Thank you for your support and your listenership as well. Yeah, the new two is the two new one is Norway and Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless you and peace and love.